Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. As cold as a razor blade, as tight as a tourniquet, like the skin on a dying man. I don't want a piece of the world. I want the whole world. I make my own rules because it's much easier that way. Trust me. What's up, everybody? It's Marcus D'Angelo. We're back for another episode of the Snake Pit. And of course, I am joined by the Hall of Famer himself, the master of the DDT, Jake the Snake Roberts. Jake, what's going on, my friend? Oh, uh, just wearing out slot machines in Vegas. Now I'm over in Los Angeles. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. You're keeping awful busy recently, aren't you? Oh, man. We were the wife and I went and had a nice night together at, uh, in Las Vegas. And went and seen, uh, oh, my God, Rod Stewart. And uh, he, he really put on a nice show for us, man. Had uh, great seats. I think we we're like row four. All right. Something like that. We were right up there, close and personal. So when he shaked his booty, we had an ass in our face. <laughs> and this is after you went and saw the Eagles recently. So man, you guys uh, are living life. No, I didn't get to go see the Eagles. Man. Oh shit! Okay, you missed it because of AEW. It's because of AEW, man. You know, you got to keep your your ducks in a row. And my first obligation is to AEW. Well, you got to do what you got to do. At least you got to go out there and see Rod Stewart. What an icon he is, man. That is that is badass. We had a wonderful time, man. We had a nice meal together. And, uh, you know, anytime you're with somebody you care about, it's special. But, you know, Vegas is special, too. And... Uh, I'm just kind of worried. My wife fell in love with slot machines. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, that could be a recipe for disaster. Um, it's getting scary. Well, I don't know. Unless she's got good luck, you just never know, brother. Um, luck only lasts so long. <laughs> eventually, the the house is going to win. Yeah, they're not in business to lose money. Well, look, you said it. Uh, you're kind of you're back out there with AEW, and I'm not going to ask you to comment on your new team there, the Righteous, uh, and what you guys are doing with Lance Archer. I'll, I'll let you guys uh, keep that to yourselves. But I did want to bring up something that did happen recently, and that's that Orange Cassidy was in the news, and he was putting you over. Really? Yes, he was. Uh, he said that you were the most underrated wrestler ever, and he mentioned that he likes to pick your brain a lot behind the scenes. Uh, Jake, what kind of advice are you giving to a star on the rise like Orange Cassidy? Oh, man, he just asked me questions. I try to give him answers, man. And, uh, you know, when I first seen him, I laughed at it, you know. Mm -hmm. and, uh, but then after watching him go out and perform three or four shows, I realized that this kid knows what he's doing. And uh, he's making it work. You know, he really makes it work. And he works his tail off. So, if you if you got me on your side, you know you're doing something right. 
No doubt about it. I see a lot of criticism, and a, a lot of criticism actually comes from guys out of your generation, the guys that are like, oh, geez, you know, this guy, is he's not taking it seriously, or he's killing the business, and it's like, hey, look, it's uh, wrestling has evolved, and I think that you've got to evolve with wrestling, and uh, that, that guy has certainly done it, hasn't he? He has. You know, there are some guys that go out there and do headlocks and takeovers and drop kicks and this, that, and the other, and there's other guys that go out and do something else. I mean, it was no different back in the day when you had people like Thunderbolt Patterson or uh, the freight train, uh, Rufus R. Jones. Mm -hmm. Guys were doing something different. Then you had your Antonio Rockas, and he was certainly different. He was a flying son of a gun, man, back when nobody flew. You know, so there were guys back then that were doing things that were different, but nobody just wants to remember that. You know, they just kind of, they want to thumb their nose at, at what the, some of these new guys are doing. And it's not to say that I agree with all of it. I don't. But uh, no different than 30 years ago. There were lots of guys that I didn't believe in. So, <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, Jake, that, that is a very good point. And something that I don't think a lot of people consider is like, you know, comedy has always been part of wrestling uh, in some form or fashion. I mean, you know, you named a bunch of guys there with Thunderbolt Patterson and whatnot, like Jackie Fargo is another example that sticks out in my mind. Um, but, you know, it's it's guys that would, yep, they could be silly, but when it was time to go, they were ready to go. And I think that Orange fits that mold, don't you? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. He's got my that says something. It certainly does. And uh, we're ready to say a few things this week. Uh, we'll, we'll launch into our topic, and we are reaching back to 1988 again. Uh, you know, you only get that 35-year anniversary once. And this time, we're talking about something pretty interesting that happened between yourself and Andre the Giant on the March to Survivor series. Um, so uh, let's, let's go ahead and get into these notes, Jake. Uh, one of the more notable things happening at this time is that JCP and Turner have reached an agreement, and all of a sudden the NWA is backed by an awful lot of money. Uh, there are a lot of question marks surrounding the future of the, pro of the promotion at this time, but one thing is for certain, they're going to be looking to add talent and put out the best possible product. So Jake, to this point in your career, you had done a lot of moving around from territory to territory, and I know that you were getting tired of the hard miles with the WWF. At this time, when you're hearing this news, like, okay, Ted Turner and all of his billions of dollars are backing the NWA, was there any time that you were like, hey, maybe the grass is greener? No, there wasn't. Not at the time, man. I was locked in on WWF, and uh, that was it. I kind of knew the, the answer to that question going in. I mean, you know, gosh, what a crazy amount of success and mainstream publicity you were getting with the WWF. So it'd be hard to just uh, say, yep, that's enough of that. I'll move on and see what else I can do. Yeah, it's kind of hard to get off the best pony running, you know. <laughs> yes, sir. You were on it. And uh, a couple of other big names were about to jump on that same pony. Um, they're coming from JCP, of course, and it's Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard. Uh, Arn apparently called Vince after a payoff from Crockett Jr. came in at about half of the amount that he was promised. And uh, Arn and Tully uh, are here in the WWF. They're considered one of the greatest tag teams of all time. What did you think of them coming in as the Brainbusters? Well, I thought it was great. I mean, I certainly have all the respect in the world for their work. But... Uh... You know, Vince's animal was a different pony, man. And uh, it was hard to ride sometimes. Mm. You know, I mean, you look at it, I mean, you, you, you can't really expect the bushwhackers to do a whole lot for them. <laughs> They're not going to do a whole lot of wrestling. Right. They're not going to be very serious. And that was the thing about Tully and Arn. Their, their, whole, their whole stick was just solid damn wrestling. Yes. To bring it along to, to what you have today, it'd be like, uh, what is it, FTR? Yes, sir. Yeah. You know, getting, getting them in the ring against some of these fly guys, man, you wouldn't think it'd be a good marriage, but it is because FTR, they will take their thing to wherever it needs to be. They will make it work. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're they're excellent at what they do. You know, they 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 blow me away all the time, man. 
And they are very often considered the mo- the modern day Arn and Tully. Uh, and I know that they draw those comparisons a lot. And those guys both admit that they uh, FTR both admit that they watch their work and kind of mimic what Arn and Tully were doing. So I mean, hard to do much better than those two. They were great. I mean, as they were coming in the door, uh, you know, you had you had been around them prior in your career. Uh, were you surprised to see the kind of success they had had leading up to their WWE debut, or did you always know that those guys were going places? Those guys were going places from the get-go, man. Yeah, hard not to see it. I mean, just the raw skill that the two of them had and the opportunities they got, just incredible. Now, uh, Jake, under your head, if you had to pick one, uh, who's the better worker of the two, in your opinion? Well, I like Arn. He's got a special spot for for me, you know, and uh, he just was a phenomenal worker and... uh, had so much to give. I don't know if they, they got everything that he had to offer, but he damn sure gave him a lot. Yes, he did. And uh, continued to give a lot whenever he returned to WCW after just a year with the WWE. So uh, it's, I, he's a he's a big what could have been. Him and Tully both, you know, uh, with, with their run in the WWF. Uh, apparently during their first appearance, they were throwing up the four fingers and getting a big reaction from the crowd, but they were told to leave that horseman shit in the past. Uh, where are you when it comes to Vince wanting to eliminate gimmicks from other territories, even when the gimmick is super over with the audience? I don't see the reason why he wanted that, but it's his horse and he's going to paint it up and put it out there the way he wants it. <laughs> he certainly did and always does. Sometimes he uh, gets a strike. Sometimes it's a gutter ball. you damn right. <laughs> well, Jake, uh, something else that's getting over with the audience is what you're doing with Rick Rude. However, that rivalry is about to come to an end. Saturday night's main event is taped in Baltimore on 1025, and you'll score a win by DQ when Heenan interferes. The real story, though, is what happens after the bell rings. Let's drop in on this. Okay, DDT! Rude has to be out like a light! And what's Bobby Heenan doing? He was up, the tanks are coming down! Look how stupid Roberts is. Instead of going for the pin, he went after the tights, and he even forced to interfere. Forced to interfere. This match is going to result in this. That's who he was. Heenan was waving for Andre the Giant to come down in ringside. That's who he was waving at just a moment ago. I want to see how Jake handles this situation, McMahon. Bobby Heenan's going to be in trouble here. Heenan now on one leg. Hurry up, Andre. Andre coming in. The match officially over, and Andre's starting to hammer away. That's not fair. Andre is 500 pounds. He's seven feet and four inches tall. Look, headbutt, crushing headbutt. And Snake's out on the floor where he belongs, looking like a snake. Andre the Giant and Bobby Heenan concerned as to the physical well-being of ravishing Rick Rude. Rude suffering the DDT, and any time any man goes down as a result of a DDT, you can look for serious neck injury. He could be knocked unconscious. Wait a minute. Jake back up on his feet. He's coming back into the ring. And look what he had. Oh, this ought to be he good. He didn't step to the outside. You think Damien's ready for a giant? I don't know. Look at this. What's going on here? Andre is not moving in. Andre normally would be attacked. Is he backing off? Well, wait a minute. Andre the Giant with his hand outstretched. I'm not too sure. He he may not want to have anything at all to do with Jake and Damien. Andre looking down at Bobby. He doesn't like that at all, I think he said. Andre yelling for Bobby. Yelling for Heenan. I've never seen this before. Oh, wait a minute. Do you know, Jesse, I think he's afraid. Yes, he's terrified. I didn't think the giant was afraid of anything. Andre the giant looks like he's terrified of that snake. Look at this. I wouldn't have believed it, McMahon. Andre backing off. Jake the snake taunting Andre the giant with that python, Damien. Movie, oh no, oh no. It's all around the giant, look at this. Damien the snake clutching, it's choking Andre the giant. Andre going down. You know, this is horrible, McMahon. I've said it before. There's no place for stuff like this in the world of wrestling. Andre the Giant down on the canvas, and, and Jake putting Damien all over him. Andre touching his chest. 
Andre is just terrified. He's terrified of the snake. Jake back over of putting Damien. Oh, no, look at this. They're in the crotch area. I can't believe uh, how sadistic Jake is. It's obvious Andre's now. out. Jesse, Andre is unconscious. He is, he's been scared to death or he's scared unconscious. Look at this. He is unconscious. Right in the crotch area, Jake. What can I say? <laughs> you play the hits when it comes to stuff in the uh, snake down people's trunks and wrapping around their crotch. It was good stuff. Yeah, it's all shits and giggles, man. <laughs> I, I didn't bring the attention to what Andre did there, of how Andre reacted. Ah. Uh, he sold that like a million dollars. You know, he did everything the right, perfect. It was perfect. And I remember him going down and the snake was coming off of him. And then Heenan is, is massaging his chest, right? Mm-hmm. And he starts pounding his chest, trying to get his heart to go. And, and I can't remember who it was, though. They came up to ringside with him and they said, Bobby, maybe you should give him mouth to mouth. Fuck you. We had a dead giant. <laughs> oh, that is great. Off on that. <laughs> God almighty. God knows that he was backstage probably drinking a couple bottles of wine too. So it's, I don't imagine that would be a pleasant experience. At least two bottles. My goodness. Well, guys, the big week is here, and there is so much to be thankful for. Family, friends, food, and NFL football all week long. Hopefully, we're all going to be full on Thanksgiving Day, and DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping your Thanksgiving week full of action. New customers can bet just 5 bucks on the NFL to score 150 instantly in bonus bets. No matter what your appetite, there's something for you. Money lines, parlays, props, live bets, and so much more. You name it, they've got it. Right now, the Lions are negative 7.5 against the Green Bay Packers. My Dallas Cowboys are negative 9.5 against the Commanders. And the 49ers are negative 4.5 against the Seahawks. Those are the favorites, but who are yours? Go and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code SNAKEPIT. Again, new customers can bet 5 bucks on the NFL Thanksgiving action and score 150 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And remember guys, use that code SNAKEPIT. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 647-369. In West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. Please play responsibly. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. Must be 21 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com forward slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Uh, I mean, the the whole thing, though, the faked heart attack, like what what were your thoughts on the angle when it was brought to you? I didn't see it. When they told me I was going to be working with Andre, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> the size difference. Yeah. I, mean, I was 265 then, and I was half the size of him. Half. Wow. So how is he going to make this work? And he did. You know, we had our little uh, our little head-to-head or face-to-face moment in the very beginning. Uh, he went out the first time that we worked together and just absolutely guzzled me. Mm. 
chewed me up and spit me out. In fact, it was in Los Angeles where it happened. And I was so angry, so infuriated. I'll tell you how angry I was. I was mm-hmm. angry that I went to his locker room and yelled at him. Take some balls. That was fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lucky I didn't die. But, <laughs> and, but true to measure, he just looked at me and went, now we're okay, boss. That was it. Awesome. He just wanted to check me out and see if I had balls and see if I was going to stand up to him. And I did. And uh, I remember whenever I walked in and started yelling, all the agents took off. <laughs> they didn't They didn't want to be in the room when Andre was going to beat the shit out of me. <laughs> Man, good for you for standing up to him. And uh, like when you say that he guzzled you for the sake of our audience, uh, are you saying that he went was out there and being really physical with you or he just didn't give you anything in the ring? Didn't give me a damn thing. It was a little mm. thing. You know, obviously the man could have just choked me out anytime he wanted to. Mm-hmm. Or done anything he wanted. I mean, you're completely powerless with Andre. Man, guy that size, you're right. You're like a little doll in his arms. He can essentially treat you however he likes to. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you said it here. You know, he forced everybody to earn his respect uh, based on what you've heard and what I've heard from everybody else. Did you know that he had that reputation whenever you're stepping into the ring with him? No, I didn't. Okay. All I heard is some of the horror stories, you know, with Big John, uh, Stud, and uh, with, uh, with the Sheik. Not to mention Savage. I know that he was really rough on him. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, you had your work cut out for you, right? Yeah, damn sure did, man. Now, uh, you've talked before about protecting Andre in the ring by making sure that he stays close to the rope so he can support himself. Uh, I know that you yourself at this time were having some serious neck issues and uh, you'd go and have surgery by 89. How were you protecting yourself in matches with a guy that size? <sighs> You know, that's the, that's the, the sad thing, the way the way your body works. Um, you can be physically in pain and hurting just really bad. You know, maybe you can't even lift your arm. But when that bell rings, all that pain goes away. Wow. And you're able to lift that arm again. You know, that's the bad thing about adrenaline, man. That's the that's the most powerful drug in the world, adrenaline. Wow. When that adrenaline hits your body, brother, you become Superman. You know, and uh, in the ring with Andre, brother, I, I would lay him in. You know, I would knock the dog shit out of him. Of course, he didn't know it. <laughs> but I did. It's just really fun. Training, man. You know, you're trying to beat the shit out of somebody and they don't even know that you're pissed off and trying to hurt them. <laughs> man, a guy that size, yeah, it's probably like getting, you know, me getting hit by my toddler. It's just nothing. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know, he did some things to me. He used to knock me down on my back. And then he would come and put his feet on either side of my head. Oh, no. Stand on my hair. And then he would <laughs> down and grab my arms and pull. Oh, no. He called it a giant haircut. <laughs> my hair would just go flying. Oh, God. Just rip it right out. And, and it, laugh, and laugh while he's doing it. To him, that's just being silly. It's not like coming after you. Yeah. Oh, another Jesus. Time, another time he knocked me into the corner. And crushed me. I went down on my back and I turned over on my side and he sat on me. And he's holding on to the ropes and he's laughing. So the referee says, Andre, why are you laughing? Because that was a no no in the ring, you know? Mm-hmm. Andre said, I'm farting. <laughs> And when he said it, I started <laughs> tension, and I could feel my shoulder vibrating. Oh, no. 
That's because he was farting. <laughs> Jesus. He must have farted for 40 seconds, man. It was crazy what went on. It was just like... Oh, my God. I don't know how many buckets of shit went flying through them drawers of his, but, man. <laughs> how are you not, like, throwing up? Oh, no, I was scared to throw up. Oh, God. I bet you were missing Rick Rude. Yeah, yeah I was, but, you know, I really enjoyed wrestling, Andre. It was uh, certainly a golden moment in my career to be able to go out and perform in front of people and actually have the people believe I had a chance to actually beat him. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, uh, if you had told me early in my career that someday I would face Andre the Giant, I'd have laughed my ass off at you. My goodness. You know, I mean, because are you shitting me, Andre the Giant? No friggin' way, man. That'll never happen. Let let alone at WrestleMania, as you would go on to face him. Absolutely, and I mean, yeah, and and went like just incredible. Yeah, I mean, who the hell gets to say that? Not a lot of people. Incredible. Um, now was Andre actually afraid of snakes? Hell no. <laughs> Nothing scared him. I'm sure. I tell you what happened one night. We were wrestling. Uh, the snake got on him, and the snake bit him. Oh, wow. The shoulder. So, and the same snake bit me on the hand. And after I got the snake under control, I went to his locker room to check on him. But I'm thinking, man, I'm going to go in there, and he's going to be pissed off, man. I'm going to be careful going in here. <laughs> so I kind of peek in the door, you know, and I'm like, Andre, you got a boss. Are you okay? Well, I'm okay. Why? And I said, well, and about that time, Rick Rude walks up. Andre's sitting down. He goes, Andre, that goddamn snow good snake bit you, man. No. And, I, and, and Rick Rude reaches over and pulls the fangs out of Andre. Oh, my God. He broke two fangs off that were about an inch and a half long. Broke wow. them off his shoulder. Andre didn't even know it. I mean, his skin is getting pierced. No wonder he's not feeling your punches. This dude is just, like, impenetrable. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, uh, you would continue to work with Rude on house shows, and he'd face you as part of the Survivor Series, but this is essentially the blow-off of the angle. Again, it's a DQ finish, and it's on Saturday night's main event. Uh, if it had been up to you, you had your full choice, Vince was going to turn over the angle to you. Uh, would the program have ended at SummerSlam, or would you have pushed it to WrestleMania? I would have liked to have seen it go all the way to Mania. Mm -hmm. And maybe do something special, I don't know, a cage match or something. Because uh, our work together was phenomenal. Yes. And uh, nobody could see through what we were doing. But sometimes... You know, you can be so good that it hurts you. Mm. Because uh, the powers that be want to bring you down a notch or two because uh, you're gaining too much ground over the other talent. And you're making it hard for them to compete with you. I think you make a really good point, Jake, because at this time, they're really pushing the Mega Power storyline with Hogan yeah. and Savage. Um, and here, you and you and uh, Rude were taking a, an awful lot of attention from them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, I mean, what a bummer. It wasn't at SummerSlam, which was just a layup. We talked about that a few episodes back. And then, yeah, I would have loved to have seen it make it to Mania. But I'll say, uh, at least you got to work with Andre at Mania. That's a, that's a pretty huge win. I'm not going to complain about it. Absolutely. Well, uh, the end of your angle with Rude also spends the end of or spells the end of Cheryl's time on the road with the WWF. Was there ever any discussion about keeping her around as your valet? No, no, unfortunately there wasn't. How did you feel about seeing her go after getting to spend so much time with her on the road in 88? Made it tough, man. Yeah. You know, I'd gotten used to her being there, and, uh, you know, 
people don't know how hard it was to to leave your family at home and go on the road for you know 30 40 50 60 70 maybe even 80 or 90 days yeah without seeing them you know and we didn't have cell phones back then there was no facetime right you know and uh you know Southern Bell made a lot of damn money off of me with the phones, phone bills we had. Oh, God. Because uh, you call home every night, and, and that's not enough. You know, I mean, you don't get much time to talk. You don't get to talk about problems or how you're feeling. And, you know, you're on the road, and your hands are tied. And no matter what you say, it's not going to take care of the issue. Mm-hmm. You know, you're on the road, you're trying to make a living, you're, you know, you're trying to, to hang in there and the wife and children are left at home and uh, it sucks. It really sucks. I, I would I would have loved to have had the opportunity to, to work the schedule that the guys are working today. Oh, gosh. Kidding me. They work one time a, a week one time a week and that doesn't happen to very many usually it's a couple times a month is, is all they get yep uh, a lot of con a lot of talent under contract and uh yeah like you said working maybe once every two weeks once a month something like that and it's nobody's fault it's just the nature of the business nowadays but man it's uh holy smokes that's uh it could have really saved you on bumps oh my god man i can't imagine and plus, the biggest thing is that you get to go home. Yep. And, you know, when you were talking about that, I was thinking about, like, oh, yeah, there's no cell phones back then. So, like, Jake would have to leave the arena, and if he wanted to call his wife or talk to his kids, he's got to go find a phone. And right. fi finding a phone at whatever, 10 o'clock at night, maybe not always the easiest thing. No, or if you're at the hotel, then the hotel screws you on the call. Mm-hmm. They, they throw in their 50% uh, upgrade. And even if you get through what? Kids are in bed. It's 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, it's tough, man. I know from my end, it was extremely hard to, to not be able to, to talk to my kids. And, and it was extremely hard not to be able to hold my wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, rough days. Okay, guys, it's time again to talk about our awesome sponsor, Fume. Cold turkey might be great on sandwiches, but there's a better way to break your bad habits. We're not talking about that weird mind voodoo from your crazy neighbor or replacing one bad habit with another. We're talking about Fume and how they look at the problem in a different way. Not everything in a bad habit is wrong, so instead of some drastic, huge, uncomfortable change, why not just remove the bad from your habit? Fume is an innovative, award-winning flavored air device that does just that. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses delicious flavors. You get it, instead of bad, Fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy and makes replacing your bad habit easy. Your Fume comes with an adjustable airflow dial and is designed with movable parts and magnets for fidgeting, giving your fingers a lot to do, which is helpful for me personally when it comes to de-stressing and anxiety. Guys, this is a product that Jake and I both really use and fully endorse. Uh, the taste is absolutely incredible. The first time I tried it, I was absolutely shocked by how fresh and flavorful it was. I'm a big fan of the maple pepper, but recently I've been trying the raspberry lemon and holy smokes is it refreshing. I know that Jake is a big fan of the crisp mint and really here's kind of the way to think about it. Vapor is almost like a sticky, gross, unhealthy soda where this stuff is a little bit more like a refreshing herbal tea. Fume does not have that kind of gross sweet flavor and it's a lot more natural. Also, just the device itself, it's really well-weighted, it's perfectly balanced, fits really well in my hand, and I have a blast just kind of fidgeting with it. Also, I can't tell you how many compliments I've gotten from my buddies on how cool it looks. It's got this really beautiful, real wood, it's got an awesome shape to it, and a lot of my buddies have used our promo code to save big and pick up a few of their own. You've got to try the new Solano Fume. It's made with a premium walnut barrel and an onyx-coated mouthpiece, and it's got a slightly softer finish to it. 
Guys, the holidays are here and it's time to start them off right with the good habit by going to tryfume.com forward slash snake and getting the journey pack today. Fume is giving listeners of the snake pit 20% off until December 1st when they use the code snake to help make starting the good habit that much easier. Again, it's tryfume.com forward slash snake to save an additional 20% off the journey pack today until December 1st and 10% off year round. I'm telling you guys, Jake and I both love this product. Strongly recommend you at least give it a try and why not save 20% off and 10% off year round. It's tryfume.com forward slash snake. Try it out today. Well, God bless you, man. You were out there trying to make a living for your family and doing a hell of a job of it. And another guy who's uh, the next guy to come over from JCP is actually a guy that we had on the show with us last week, Ronnie Garvin. Man, what a treat it was to talk to Ronnie last week, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a lot of fun talking to Ronnie, man. Uh, I love that guy so much, man. God, he looks great, don't he? Gosh, I mean, he looks like a million bucks. And to your point, Jake, you know, I'd never talked to him before. I just called him out of the blue to see if he wanted to come on the podcast. Could not have been a nicer human being. And man, just what a what an honor to welcome him onto this show. Yeah, it was. It was a lot of fun, man. Well, uh, he's coming in and uh, he's coming in as rugged Ronnie Garvin. When you hear that he's coming in the door, are you automatically thinking like, hey, maybe I could work a program with him again? Oh, man, I thought it right off the bat, but then whenever he came in and I seen the way he was being used, I was like, well, that's never going to happen. Put a referee shirt on him, for Christ's sake. <laughs> it's kind of a tough question, but I'm curious. If it had been up to you, would you rather have worked a program with Andre all the way to Mania, or would you have rather started one with Ronnie as he's arriving? Ronnie Gotta be right. Do you think, I mean, there's no blood at the time. Do you think it would have still been as effective? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you guys could work in a hard way here and there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you cut uh, promos with your Survivor Series team in the early part of the month, and the team includes co-captain Jim Duggan, Ken Patera, Tito Santana, and B. Brian Blair. Unfortunately, Blair would apparently be handed a pink slip by McMahon before Survivor Series, which would lead to an alleged backstage confrontation between the two. Jake, I recently saw this picture of the two of you working together in Florida, and I had to add it to the show. Uh, were you close with Brian at all? No, I wasn't, man. He kind of he kind of ran with a different crowd, you know. He was he was buddies with Hogan, and I didn't fit in. I got you. Okay, I thought maybe there was like, okay, you guys were in Florida together. Maybe you guys were buds. Sure. Um, did you think that the Killer Bees thing had just run its course by then? Yeah, it had. Yeah, it had. You know. I- not- because they couldn't work because him and Brunzel were a great team. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, if you're not picked to win, you're not going to win. That's it. Uh, you know, you've got to have good creative to go along with those great skills. So, And uh, maybe they weren't quite there. Uh, Blair would be replaced by Scott Casey on your team in a decision that Bruce Pritchard referred to as a desperation move. Was this the only time in your career you spent any time around Casey? Yeah. I've met Casey back in the day, but back in the day, he was in the main event. He didn't have much time for a tall, skinny kid like me. Well, speaking of the main event, we're getting to the main event of this podcast here. But before we get there, I wanted to get your opinion on this. Uh, the biggest storyline, is, as I mentioned, as we're heading, heading into this pay-per-view, is the mega powers and the slow-building jealousy between Savage and Hogan. So, uh, Jake, at this time, you're having this great issue with Rude over your wife. Savage is having an issue with Hogan over his wife. Do you think there's a possibility that this might be some kind of a fetish for Vince McMahon? He just liked to see turmoil between husbands and wives. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking so too. He's even done it here in in recent years, uh, so it's it's a go to for him. Um, I think fans pretty much universally love Macho Man. I know you did, uh, but over the years, we've all heard things about Savage's insane levels of jealousy and how protective he was of Liz. Uh, what kind of stuff were you seeing behind the scenes with that, Jake? Well, I've seen a lot of it, man. He- was uh, very, very, very jealous. And, uh, you know, he's got to be protective, but you can take it too far, you know. And he certainly took it too far. But, uh, you know, that was his life and his relationships. So how can I speak about that? And I'm not going to. 
Well, we've talked before about the kind of Shark Tank environment behind the scenes in the WWF at this time. And, you know, as I mentioned, you you just had your wife running with you there for a while. Um, would you say that you were protective of her, trying to keep people away, anything like that? Uh, I had my eye out there. But, what man wouldn't? Yeah, well, you know, a lot of it goes with the way that your wife handles the situation. And I knew that my wife would handle the situation. I wasn't worried about that. She's a strong woman. Um, well, we always hear that wrestlers at this time wanted to be on the Hogan card when they were on the house show loop because Hogan would draw a bigger house, which meant, of course, larger payoffs. Did you feel like Savage was drawing as well as Hogan had been during the championship run? No. Hard to compete, right? No, he couldn't draw, he couldn't draw with Hogan. Do you think that Savage was feeling the pressure of being the flag bearer of the company at this time? Yeah. Of course he was. I mean, you got to remember, Randy. Randy's not 6'5". Right. You know, and uh, he wanted that top spot more than anything. And he's got it, but then all of a sudden it's like, you know, maybe you're not drawing as well as you had hoped or certainly not drawing as well as your predecessor. And like, you know, and you said he's not 6'5". He's also like, he's in great shape, super muscular guy, but he's very thin. He probably goes, you know, maybe a little bit over 200 pounds at this time. I think they were billing at him around 230, but there's no way he weighed that. Um, <laughs> right. So, I mean, God, it's got to just be incredible pressure on him. So no wonder he's acting like a maniac. Um, well, we can get to Survivor Series. It's the Richfield Coliseum on Thanksgiving Day in 1988 in front of more than 13,000 people. Uh, in your match, you'll be facing the team of Andre, Rude, Dino Bravo, Mr. Perfect, and Harley Race. Race is just coming off surgery on, I believe it was his bowels, but according to Melter, he was looking pretty decent in his matches. Jake, what can you tell us about stepping into the, into the ring with a performer like Harley Race? Well, I had the pleasure of wrestling Harley years before. Uh, I wrestled with Harley back in 1977. Wow. In uh, uh, Calgary, Alberta. No shit. We, uh, we actually wrestled to a one-hour draw. I'm blown away that you did a draw with him, uh, especially that earlier in your career. I did three of them with him. Three draws with Harley Race. And brother, what a workout. <laughs> I mean, Harley is known to be, you know, he was a party guy himself at times, a heavy drinker, heavy smoker. Uh, how's he doing on a one-hour match? Oh, he has no problem. Like, like walking through the park. <laughs> and I mean, you've told me before that during your time in Calgary, you maybe weren't uh, quite the Jake the Snake you would come to be as far as your skills and knowledge of the business. How were you hanging in there with a guy like Harley? Well, it was real simple. He took me by the hand and led me right through it. You know, he was the ultimate performer and he would make you a superstar just by getting in the ring with him. You know, if people ever doubted what you could do, get in the ring with Harley Race, do an hour, and then ask them how they feel about you. Because uh, people, after that match, they looked at me differently. Yeah. I got to kind of change your career as a young guy to step into the ring with a legend like Harley Race as a, as a young man. Gives you all the confidence in the world, man. You know, and rightfully so. But Harley's just the ultimate professional that would go out there. And he was that, and he did the same thing I learned from, from guys like him. Go out to the ring and make your opponent look as good as you can. That is absolutely incredible. You know, anytime I think about your time in Calgary, I think about you and JYD. I do not think about you doing uh, hour-long matches with Harley Race. So that is really fucking cool. Um, so let's get to the match. A big part of the buildup for the crowd is for you and Andre to get in the ring together. And when it happens, he quickly tags out. Pretty incredible uh, way to put you over in front of a pay-per-view crowd here, huh, Jake? Yep, Absolutely. Well, everyone on your team would be eliminated except for you, leaving you against four men. Let's drop in on the final moments of this match. Hey, she's a, you know. And again. She's like Robin Gibbon. She's only going to go with a winner. That's not true. 
right into that kidney area, suffering immensely right now, Jake the Snake Roberts. How much more punishment can he possibly take, Gorilla? Rude to be effective now. Needs to go over and make a tag. A bear hug? Yeah, but look at Jake's got nothing left. Sort of out of it right here, and it's not hard to understand why. I thought he was going to go for the rude awakening there, and he did. Look out. Going up the top rope. That's a very high risk area for him. Right between the eyes. Why doesn't Jake just roll out of the ring and hit the dressing room? Oh, that's disgusting. Look at that. You think Cheryl's watching on pay-per-view right now? I'm sure she is. Now he's going over to tag somebody. Very nonchalantly. He didn't make it. He got rolled. He got him. He got the DDT on him. He's going to be out of there, yes. Yeah, but look who's in. Well, small consolation, but I'm sure it'll be big for Jake the Snake Roberts knowing he did a number on Ravishing Rick. And look at the vengeance of the giant. He's, He's biting. biting him. He's biting him. I've never seen Andre so vicious. He's choking the life out of him, Gorilla. Andre, the giant Bob Bananas, he can get disqualified here. He's just broke up time. He's breaking on the four count. There's no way Jake Roberts is going to survive this. I can't see how. He's choked out of there. Andre with those big ham hocks right around the throat. I think he's disqualified, Andre. Yes, he did! And rightly so! Jake's out of it! Look at this, though. Mr. Perfect hooks the leg. I'm sure it's over! It's over! Andre did what he had to do, Gorilla! All right, so a uh, pretty fun finish. Jake, I don't think most of us are ever going to know what it's like to be getting choked by a seven-foot-tall, wine-loving, gassy giant. What can you tell us about it? I scared the hell out of me. I thought I was putting a hickey on my neck. <laughs> yeah, he's giving you a little bit of everything there. It's like, yeah. holy smokes, man. I mean, a guy that big, he can't know how strong he is. I mean, were there times where you're, like, kind of giving him the office? Like, all right, brother, let's loosen up. No. He, he knew where to stop. Lucky you. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> well, Jake, this will be the last question for the week. Uh, we know that you do not like working tag team matches because it kind of puts too many cooks in the kitchen. So I, I think it begs the question, how did you feel about the format of the Survivor Series? It's a great format, you know, and uh, they were very successful doing it. What about you personally, like participating in those matches? Are you just like throw your hands up, like whatever it'll happen, how it happens? I hate it. <laughs> yeah, it does not seem like your cup. Of I mean, you know, you were saying it's rough with a tag team partner with too many cooks in the kitchen. Now you've got 10 men involved in a match here in 88. Absolutely bullshit, man. There's no way to hell that you can get anything across. Yeah, no, it does not sound like fun. But this episode was a lot of fun, Jake, and we'll be back with another one next week. This was a lot of fun looking back to 1988, and I appreciate your time while you're out there on the road, brother. Oh, man, I enjoyed it. And, uh, not quite as much as I'm enjoying being on the road with the wife, though. Well, if you're looking to enjoy some success for your product or service, why don't you get the legendary Jake the Snake Roberts to give you his personal endorsement? Check out AdvertiseWithSnake.com to get started on making Jake Roberts a tag team partner for your business. Jake is back on TV. He's out meeting people all the time, and a message from him is perfect if you're looking to target that 25 to 54-year-old male demographic. We have a super targeted audience here on the Snake Pit, and if you need evidence that it works, just listen to our show. We are always advertising for the same products and businesses because they get results when they partner with us. Head to advertisewithsnake.com and get teamed up with the Hall of Famer Jake the Snake Roberts today.
jakethesnakeshop.com is your destination for rare sign collectibles straight from the man himself autograph figures shirts eight by tens and much more you guys have got to check out those custom sculptures of jake by sin Bodhi. uh there's actually a fire sale going on right now with some huge discounts on those figures they're available now and they are signed by the hall of famer himself get over to jakethesnakeshop.com and add a brand new centerpiece to your wrestling collection Get over to cameo.com forward slash Jake Snake for a personal message from the Hall of Famer. Here's a review from an anonymous purchaser. He went above and beyond. He added his own personal touch, which was awesome. And he delivered on Christmas Day with only a couple days notice. Recipient said it was one of the coolest things anyone has ever done for them. Thanks, Jake. Guys, Christmas is coming up. And if you need an awesome, unique, unforgettable gift, this is it. You've got to get a cameo from Jake. Again, it's cameo.com slash Snake. Order yours today. It's getting absolutely freezing out there, but we've got you covered on the Snake Pit page at boxofgimmicks.com. We have an awesome selection of hoodies that pay tribute to the golden era of wrestling. So get over there and pick your poison. The vintage Jake design, the classic trust me hoodie with a badass design, a sweatshirt with the Jake ice cream bar on it, the new cruel but fair, which is a throwback to Jake's days in Mid-South, and much more. Again, it's the Snake Pit page at boxgimmicks.com. Check us out on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash at Snake Pit Pod for short clips from the show, some highlights, some exclusive content. We also did a giveaway there not too long ago, and rumor has it we're working on another one here for the holiday season. So all you've got to do to be eligible is get over there, get subscribed, but go ahead and hit the notifications bell if you want to, and you are eligible for not just this giveaway, but all future giveaways as well. Again, it's youtube.com forward slash at Snake Pit Pod. If you've enjoyed this podcast, just do us a quick favor, like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review on all platforms. That does Jake and I a huge favor. So if you're enjoying the show, please help us out. Just a reminder, you can get the Snake Pit and all the other shows on our network early and ad-free over at adfreeshows.com, starting at just $9 a month. However, the more you put in, the more stuff you get. We just added the Hacksaw Hour with myself and Hacksaw Jim Duggan. We've got Tuesdays with the Taskmaster with the legendary Kevin Sullivan. How about the awesome new show with Lex Luger, Lex Express, with Conrad Thompson as the host? There's just so much over there, and if you're a fan of wrestling and you're not a member, gosh, are you missing out on some great stuff. Again, it's adfreeshows.com. Um, get over there and just check it out catch jake on x at jake snake ddt on instagram at jake the snake ddt and on facebook at real jake the snake you can follow me at marcus pd angelo on x and you can follow the podcast at snake pit pod on all social media platforms man what a fun episode again this week looking back to 1988 with jake to get his perspective on a really legendary moment between him and andre we've got more really fun stuff coming next week as we look back to survivor series 1996 when jake teamed up with the rock so Catch us right here next week on The Snake Pit.